Hey everybody and welcome back to a brand new episode of Mainstream Boys. Yeah, with a Z. Get your popcorn ready, crack open an ice cold cherry coke, and sit back and relax as Jonathan and Spencer break down the new release films of the week. This week we watch two titans of the cinematic monster universe go head to head in the long awaited Godzilla vs. Kong. The time is finally here to talk about Kong vs. Godzilla. Godzilla vs. Kong, 2021. Yes, sir. <laughs> Goddamn right. So, this this movie features two cinematic juggernauts, monsters, if you will, right? We have King Kong, the king of the Kongs, and then Godzilla, who kind of just prowls around in the ocean and causes a lot of chaos, right? So, I wanted to ask you um how familiar are you with how familiar are you with like prehistoric creatures and big animals that have lived on this planet? Can do you think you if you had to could name like a few of the biggest animals to ever walk the earth? Um what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> it's relevant. This is relevant. Don't tell yourself me it's not. It's relevant. The T-Rex no, not even in like the top ten. Uh, one of the the number one is still living. Spencer, does that help you? What is it? It's not a rhinoceros. It's an ocean animal. It's a mammal. Is it a whale shark? It is not a whale shark, but it is a whale of some kind. Okay. Well, I, I honestly don't know much about whales, so you're gonna have to help me out here. What's the you don't know enough? Name? What really? Didn't you ever watch like Discovery Channel, Animal Planet, Shark Week, Steve Irwin? It's not all about whales. <laughs> this is proving a lot about your whale knowledge, and I feel like you need to educate yourself. It is the blue whale, Spencer, which clocked in at a whopping 100 feet long and 150 tons, which is pretty fucking big. Okay, so a blue whale versus what? I guess we could go Megalodon, which is half the size of a blue whale, which is pretty... It's still really big, because that could fit a fucking rhinoceros in its mouth. That'd be insane. Isn't that crazy, dude? And yeah. it's it's i mean have you seen the meg like holy shit oh i I, par- I saw the meg yeah <laughs> okay a lot of parallels to this movie i mean to be completely honest but uh <laughs> anyway i did want to mention godzilla in 2014 clocked in at 393 feet tall okay in 2017 kong skull island which takes place i think in the 50s 60s clocks in at 104 feet tall so he's almost two times smaller than godzilla which was my my gripe going in. I'm like, how the fuck are they going to make this work? But, however, they do mention in Kong Skull Island that he is like a premature version of like a fully grown Kong gorilla. So he did end up growing 289 feet in the 59 years leading up to Godzilla vs. Kong. So does that work for you? Well, it's interesting, yeah, because we had Godzilla and then Godzilla, <laughs> King of the Monsters, or something like that. Uh, so he had two movies. Then we had he did Kong Skull Island, uh, which took place, I think, in the seventies, Vietnam. Um, and then, right? Why don't we have a little another King Kong movie going into this? I don't know. That's I a guess little unfair. Is, I think he's to be cheapened fair, out a little bit. This is kind of Kong's movie, you know. I mean, this this movie does so the, end yeah, up being I mean, a lot about Kong. 
for the first half, I mean, it's mainly about Colin and like what he's been up to. He's been, you know, observing and whatnot. Um, so yeah. it's definitely more relatable in terms of a, a monster movie character. I mean, he can literally sign, he can do ASL randomly in this film. So I think Kong is definitely the more relatable hero, if you, if you will. Um, but anyway, Spencer, I'm glad to have you back on mainstream boys. Here Thanks. we are. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, so excited as usual. Um, you do have your sweatshirt on. Any drinks? Any polar seltzer with you? Uh, maybe some like, got a nice or something? big big glass of water. That's all I. That's all, all I right. got for you today. Cool. I got my truly. Uh, there's strawberry. It is uh, an iced tea seltzer. Nine dollars at racetrack for twelve, not for one. That would be ridiculous. But yeah, this is the show where me and Spencer get together on a weekly basis. We grab a big bucket of popcorn. An ice cold cherry Coke, and in this case, on I believe like the 30-something episode of Mainstream Boys, I went to the theater. Yikes. <laughs> I got, I went to the MacGuffin's Bar, and I got a $12 Samuel Adams cold snap or whatever the fuck. Winter oh, ale. boy. Yep. And I got Parmesan garlic pretzels, pretzel bites. Watermelon Sour Patch Kids, and my dad got popcorn, and Chokey got some chicken fingers. <laughs> you guys went all out. Nice. All right. So we did it. It was, got a it was sauced. A went into Godzilla versus Kong. So this is the first time going back to a movie theater since the pandemic. Since, yeah, since before the pandemic. You know, it's freaking, it, it's crazy. Yeah, it was like a whole thing, dude. The Dolby Cinema, your seats are literally shaking the entire time, oh. especially for this film. Like, you feel every, like, vibration of the movie in your seat which is pretty insane like i gotta say okay um, i totally forgot how awesome that is but you watched on hbo i did yeah so i mean you had the full <laughs> cinematic treatment it sounds like of Godzilla I, yeah, versus absolutely, Kong. absolutely yeah no I, I i just watched it on my iphone when i woke up on, come on no you on didn't fuck wednesday off. morning yeah i just sat in bed watched it on my iphone no i'm just, <laughs> you're like I half asleep it, uh, like a little groggy you got your coffee no nah. I watched nah, it on I watched it. Watch it on a 4K TV with a sound bar. So I mean, I did the best I could. I thought I was being a little too loud because I have a you know I share a wall with a with some neighbors. So I, I turned it down a little bit. So you got to accommodate. Didn't want to go too people, long. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, no, I understand you know. that. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, Apartment yeah. Life. I, I, I this is definitely a movie to see in theaters. So I'm glad that you had that Obviously. opportunity. However, you can still appreciate how dumb and fun this movie really is at home on hbo max oh, of course like, but yeah i'm sure that theater experience definitely enhanced your your opinions and thoughts maybe maybe your time 100 percent. yeah yeah i mean of course I, going weeks in advance i was like i don't care if i have covid i will see this in oh theaters. that's considered of you <laughs> okay well i live in florida so we we pretend it doesn't exist and that's a very known fact but yeah i saw it in theaters i don't have COVID, by the way um it's, everything's fine um and it was the experience alone fucking worth the 18 dollars ticket price i will say plus don't food. miss that yeah no no yeah exactly that's the thing if you're if you're willing to spend you know an arm and a leg to see a movie that might disappoint you yeah fuck it go go to uh the dolby theater at amc but uh this is kong skull island 2021 this is the this 48th is not kong movie. skull island this, this is, is not kong skull island kong. yeah come on that is correct i am wrong uh i am so sorry this is godzilla vs kong this is the 48th movie in the collective Godzilla Kong saga. They've made a lot of movies about this fucking shit. PG-13, it's under two hours long, which is actually pretty crazy. I did not expect that, especially this being like the collective clash of the two titans. 
I expected like a three hour just all out brawl, but uh I guess Adam Wingard was like, No, that's ridiculous. Why would I do that? <laughs> so uh they didn't do that. Um this is the top grossing film of twenty twenty one, which is great because it toppled Tom and Jerry, so that's fantastic. <laughs> I saw that the box office was like there was a return to the box office this weekend. The the news reports are saying that yeah, this is what, like fifty million dollars, which is crazy. I mean Yeah. That's fifty huge. million 122 million worldwide it's not the top top grossing film worldwide of the year there's some other like foreign films in there um that i'd never heard of. i was like okay yeah um but i'm sure this one is gonna end up making but, I mean, a shit right ton of there, money this year the, the top two is uh it is tom and jerry and uh godzilla versus kong that's i'm sorry those are two hbo max released yeah. movies as well and theaters and yeah, it still shows that people are still going out to theaters and seeing them on the big screen so i'm sure you're going to see some good numbers for the rest of their releases like i think mortal kombat is coming out in three weeks in theaters as well with hbo max and i saw so. the trailer for that and it looks fun at the looks, very i don't it expect looks like a lot of fun good but it's like, another like dumb fun movie um but exactly people know I, what they're getting into with films like this and mortal kombat so, yeah. yeah that's the thing the myths are real yeah. there was a war They're the last ones standing. I keep reaching for greatness because I'm built from it. Who bows to who? Nobody gonna stop for me. Kong bows to no one. Godzilla versus Kong. I mean. There's not much to be said about it. I mean, it's literally a 12-year-old playing with his Godzilla and Kong toys at home and just, like, blowing up cities and mis- uh, just, like, you know, throwing crazy, like, punches. And they have the technology to make all that, like, super exciting and fun to watch. So the movie, it's exactly what you think it is. It's just dumb, fun craziness. And, uh, you know, I-, I had a good time even though it was at home. Yeah, I, I'm pretty much with you on that. It does come up from a pretty competent director as well, a guy who I've liked most of the films I've seen. Uh, he's done uh, The Guest. Uh, he's did a pretty good bit in VHS 2, The Clinical Trials. I'm yeah, pretty sure yep, I liked I most that. Bits. That was pretty crazy. Was that the really freaky one at the end? Or... Yeah, I think it was the one with the devil, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that one was fucked. That, that one, one was crazy. Fucked. And then he also then did your next. next, yeah, which, which we both saw in theaters really in 2013. Liked. And yeah, that was that was put him on the map, I guess. And then he did some kind of studio for hire, like he did Death Note for Netflix, which you know never wasn't saw really that, that great. He did yeah. Blair Witch, kind of like the remake of um, Blair Witch, which I also did not see. Um, I saw but... that, um, and the way that they like reveal the witch which they don't do in like the original uh was pretty pretty cool okay. so I, I haven't seen those movies so maybe some maybe the next October i can revisit those or see them or not yeah. revisit but watch it for the first time um and then he did yeah godzilla versus Kong, which is a huge warner brothers uh yeah, blockbuster massive. movie and i think it's 100 percent the best in the whole monster versus what they're calling it i guess with godzilla Kong, skull island and the sequel of godzilla this really? is definitely the, the best one. I think it's the best because it has it's the most self-aware. It knows exactly what it is. The one thing about this movie though that drives me nuts is they they always cut to just random human characters that just don't matter. Like the whole Millie Bobby that Brown, Julian Dennison, Brian G. Henry subplot of them like traveling to China or something in like an underground like uh, transport like vehicle. I don't even then, know how to explain you know, that. I wouldn't even begin to try. <laughs> 
That's the, other thing. the movie was just like Godzilla versus Kong, but like with like Star Trek technology. I'm like, what? where did this come from? Because this was not like the technology is crazy in these movies now. It, it's pretty unsa- pretty unreal, yeah. But uh, it just that's what I'm saying. Like it is what it is. It's it, it knows what it is. It's just dumb, goofy fun. It's a 12 year old playing with his toys at home and just causing destruction and you're either on board with that where you go into this or you're not it's godzilla versus Kong. it's in the fucking title so like you're either gonna know if you're like this credit sequence dude when they have like the because they do this in all the movies but it's like the like the old kind of like cinematic newspaper clippings and stuff of course yeah the exposition with text yeah exactly and i love i've always because it gets you into the vibe they did the first thing in the in the first movie godzilla 2014 they had like the nuclear weapons test and like oh this is how godzilla came to be or whatever it's smart and like gets you and you're like okay like it sucks you into that world and they hint this movie uh in the post credit of con skull island they're like oh what's that godzilla like what monarch or something what's godzilla doing there yeah Hmm. so i mean it was yeah. kind of fun. I mean, I thought the sequel to Godzilla was one of the worst movies of 2019. Like, I thought it was I don't terrible. remember it at all. It was, it was just nonsense to me. So, uh, so horrible. It's, it's too bad. I, it, it, it's too it, much, it, it took itself so seriously. Into it. Yeah, like, it was just, like, it, it didn't have fun with itself. Like, it visually looked amazing, but just the human characters were so dumb and just, yeah, the same here. But this movie, I think, has more scenes where it's just, like, it's goofy, dumb fun. This one, it's, like, the scenes are fucking insane. Like when it comes to when they finally get past a lot of the human bullshit and they have Kong on a fucking aircraft carrier and gods and you know, that's a bad fucking idea. That's a terrible idea. What are you doing first of all? But I guess Kong has some sort of trust in humanity at that point, um, which he shouldn't. But and then Godzilla comes out of nowhere and just demolishes these aircraft carriers. And I did not think that that fight made any sense, but it was cool because it did put Kong at a distinct disadvantage. You know, being like he, it's like a gorilla. Like he definitely can't swim. It's like Godzilla's uh, like environment that he's stuck in. But that fight was fucking insane. Like that was every wet dream of yeah. every nerd of Godzilla Kong <laughs> that's wanted to see this for the last sixty years since like the original Godzilla vs Kong movie came out. So, and there's so many iterations of Godzilla and Kong and previous, I mean, movies and TV and stuff. I I've really only seen. Like the mainstream ones, like I haven't really gone. I, we we did watch the original King Kong for the podcast a couple of months ago, did. which I loved. I thought that was a ton of fun to watch and see the the, the original Kong um, done in a movie. And so it's been pretty fun to you know see those characters in their own movies, and then obviously meet and fight in one movie. It's 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 crazy. Yeah, I mean the biggest issue with this movie is one hundred percent just whenever they're fighting and it just cuts to just. Humans Millie Bobby Brown's bullshit. like, oh my god, yeah, what like, do we it's do? Just, it slows the movie down <laughs> immensely, and that's that's the thing. The movie's pretty fast paced to begin with. It's under two hours. Like the movie wraps up at like one forty five, and it's like, oh, it's crazy. Yeah, I did perfect. not expect that. <laughs> Sweet, they got right to the point. And uh, but I mean, yeah, I mean, it's 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 so cheesy and goofy, and <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It but it's a ton of fun. Like, what do you expect? And it's it's a movie where you know going in you are going to have to suspend all your disbelief, and then you really have to do it tenfold when it comes to the whole yeah. kind of like hollow earth concept, like journey to the center of the earth shit that they did. Yeah, which I was down though because like if you're going to try to explain the fuck out of these monsters, like that's probably the way to do it. So I was like, okay, I'm it into was... this. 
this it was works, fun. That's the thing. Like, it was just like, okay, we're going here. Sure, we're going Star Trek. I, I, I like it. <laughs> like, let's see it for sure. So yeah, absolutely. That's what I'm so saying. I'm... It's like the movie was self aware, knew what it was, and it had fun with itself. I thought. Um, and so yeah, I mean, I think maybe that's just a testament to Adam Wingard and maybe his personal connections with the, these characters, and he just knew what he wanted to do with the film. So job well done in that aspect but um, from what i've read i guess yeah. he uh like a lot of the fans were like oh is this gonna be a three-hour movie because there was a lot of time where it was supposed to come out in november 2020 It'd be terrible um, as a three-hour movie. and then and yeah and he was basically like no that would be silly i was i'm not gonna add any more monster fights because like what's done is done we would just have a lot more human character fluff crap that no one wants to see and i was like yeah i'm with you on that i'm so glad the director has a grip on that concept because he knows that no one wants to fucking see that <laughs> and and i think they per- like personally for me i think they could have cut out the entire storyline of, Mil- of millie bobby brown kyle chandler the other dude who was trying to like infiltrate uh Apex yeah. and stuff that they was can just, just yeah exactly leave it at me. the uh the young girl that could sign with Kong. i think that, that was, was cool. a great with rebecca, rebecca hall, hall so observing Alexander Skarsgård. that was good stuff i mean as cheesy as it was that stuff was i was more interested in for sure the whole other subplot just definitely felt tacked on and I don't want to spoil what happens at the very end, but like it has to do with Millie Bobby Brown's uh, subplot. It's definitely one of those things. It's like, oh, it was not in the marketing. It's it's a surprise, but like it was just like, do you know okay. about like that? That is in the yeah. I, I know so, it was uh, like okay. a whole All right. uh, a whole backstory that has, has its own movie. I mean, so right. Okay. Okay. Fair. I didn't. Even yeah. Know I mean, uh, I recognized it. I I wasn't really familiar with it, but I recognized what was happening. I'm like, okay, this is pretty crazy just, like i'm sure fans are it. losing their mind and i'm sure i don't oh, know exactly. what, in, in a theater was that a fun experience like was there any Insane. crazy uh moments where the audience were cheering or like what no was there anything like that no <laughs> not in florida i don't think themselves. anybody is like a yeah. kong head down here or whatever but because uh, if you can imagine i mean if there was obviously no pandemic and this movie came out and it was a packed theater like i saw that with the second godzilla movie i was at an advanced screening it was packed like it was everyone was right. everyone was there people were cheering and um applauding and having like a ton of fun with it so i'm sure that would because well, that one had like all the original this. like monsters and stuff like all the cool oh, monsters sure. yeah, from exactly. the war so i totally get that yeah someone sat behind me knew everything and would always comment whenever it was on screen so that therefore i could hear and know for myself but you so learned you learned a lot i learned exactly yeah, yeah despite, exactly despite so look at that as a positive that, um, experience i really don't have much else to say about it other than like if a movie called godzilla versus Kong sounds interesting to you i think you can absolutely go and check it out on hbo max if you have the subscription it's a ton of fun or if the theater's opening or if the theater's opened near you and you can safely go and see it i think uh john would recommend doing that as well but i'm Huge, gonna give it a yeah. solid three out of five it's a fresh movie in my book. I'm happy with it. I could easily watch it again on HBO Max and have fun. So, yeah. I think that's a totally respectable grade. It, it's a, it is a good movie. It actually has a 76% uh, critical rating and a 93 audience. Uh, so that's that's pretty high. Um, but it, it did its you're job. Going, yeah, you're going into this movie trying. You're, you're expecting to see Godzilla vs. Kong. They do not hold back. They they really get right into it. They give you a little bit of the lore, and they they definitely cut some corners when it comes to trying to make the story make sense. Um, the human characters, I'd say, fifty percent of them are completely pointless and take away from the story. But when it comes to the nitty gritty of this entire cinematic experience, like it's awesome. It's it's exactly what you want. It is the quintessential. 
experience that you're going to be able to see these days in a movie theater. I would highly suggest seeing this in either IMAX or the Dolby. And if you have a surround sound system at home, like it's still going to be awesome. Like just just watch it. Really, it's it's going to be a really good time. So I'm going to go three and a half out of five. I think it's a really solid movie. I still think for me personally, I would put the first Godzilla 2014 at the top. I think that's just a really solid, solid movie in terms of story as well. It's very well uh, executed. So I'd probably put that at the top and then probably put Skull Island and then this one. Okay. I rewatched Skull Island uh, last week before I watched this one. And I don't know. I, I wasn't a big fan. It, no, maybe I should nah. rewatch that one. Uh, but yeah. I mean, it, no, I mean, a lot of people love it. Like I, it's it has good. like an 80 something percent. You yeah, know, people had a lot. Like that was one of those movies as well that like it knew what it was and it had fun with that. And like it was almost, it was essentially a B movie. Like it was very goofy. Yeah, um, absolutely. And Godzilla, it's like it takes itself so seriously. It's like we're this is our tour. We're Godzilla. <laughs> it's like Godzilla. Like they really made him the villain in this movie. Like they had to for oh, the he sake was a, of the he fight. Was a dick. But like he in the other movies, he's not the villain. And then all of a sudden, he's like, okay, like yeah. we hate Godzilla now. And there were oh like these close up shots, and he just looked so pissed. I'm and like, when they fought, jail, bro. Like, can you imagine the casualties? <laughs> it's oh in the destruction, god. and how much like the the insurance and oh my god, like I couldn't imagine the how much the money did that situation cost? of the planet at this point. Like it's unbelievable um yeah in terms for the military budget and just like fixing i would love to see fuck. a spin-off movie about that <laughs> like that would be fascinating <laughs> like they could do the same thing for batman v superman jesus yeah. christ hbo max spin-off ridiculous um yeah yeah godzilla versus kong the financial strain of godzilla versus kong in real life christ um, the truth the truth exposed anyway yeah that is our thoughts on god godzilla vs kong uh yeah go check it out if you're into that type of thing but uh spencer i do believe and i saw a poster for this in the theater when i was there but the movie that i really want to check out next week is voyagers with lily rose lily rose depp i think and uh what's his name the guy who was in mud ty not ty ty sheridan I yeah think. yeah he was in mud uh, is that a movie that's coming out VOD or is that like a theater exclusive? Um, are you going to go see it in theaters? It, it is in theaters and I, it, the trailer, it looks really cool. It's basically like about, uh, do you know anything about it? No. It's basically about a, uh, a generation ship. So these kids are basically born on a ship that's going to another planet and they are kind of just like, they have no choice but to be on this generation ship um and like repopulate this planet basically when the ship gets there so it, it deals with kind of the psychological elements of that um so i thought that it could have some maybe like aniara vibes or something crazy like that it's probably going to be super kissy boothy um with sort of the the way it explores these characters because doing a hell of a job pitching this movie uh for someone who's never <laughs> heard of it but uh i mean yeah if it's if it's a vod film i will i will rent it and check it out with you um unless if it's it looks cool exclusive I love Go ahead and check it out and report back. Anyways, that's what we potentially will check out next week if it is available to us. Um, if not, we'll still have an episode for you guys. We'll talk about something. But that is going to do it. Spencer, we do have a few other shows we should probably mention before we sign off here, though. Yeah, coming up this Saturday, uh, April 12th, I believe, we have a Those Movie Dudes episode. We're going to be talking about uh, Melancholia, Pee-wee's big, Pee-wee Herman's Big Adventure, and Akira Kurosawa's Ron. It's a three-hour epic so 
yeah, those are the films that we're going to be watching and uh, talking about this Saturday. So come back for the podcast feed on that. Sounds pretty exciting to me. I'm looking forward to talking about Melancholia. That's the only one I've watched so far, but holy shit, what a movie. Um, and then we also do have another show called uh, Collector's Corner, hosted by our good friend Nate. And uh, this coming week, we will be talking about the original Last House on the Left. So taking a little little spin on a horror film there. And uh, I've never seen it, so that should be a, a good discussion. I'm looking forward to it. But yeah, make sure you guys, in terms of social media, check it out, check us out on Instagram. That's where we are the most active, at those movie dudes. That's where we you know release all of our content um any other any other random crap that we post is on there check us out on podbean apple itunes spotify wherever you get your podcasts um and go ahead and leave us a review if you feel so inclined we would really appreciate it tell your friends about the show because you know we need more followers you know we want to make money right this is the whole point we want to make money it's about money right spencer (laughs) sure Yeah, we want to have a Patreon, so you pay us like 50 bucks a month so we make this podcast, and we'll give you nothing because of it. Yeah, thank you for listening, and uh, (laughs) yeah, no worries. No, we love this. We love doing this for free. It takes up no time in our lives. Thank you. Not a full-time job. Bye. Thanks for listening to another episode of Mainstream Boys. New episodes release every Monday, and you can stay up to date with everything Those Movie Dudes by following us on Instagram.